How's it going, Lakeland? Welcome to A View from City Hall. Welcome to the October episode of the podcast. My name is Chad McLeod. I'm one of your Lakeland City Commissioners coming to you um, from the Catapult Podcast Studio. So last month I was at In Focus Studios. I, I don't really hop around town uh, trying out different podcast studios. I usually record a view from City Hall from Catapult, uh, the new Catapult building on Lake Mirror. But I, last month I had the opportunity to try out the new podcast studio at In Focus on Hardin Boulevard. Uh, incredible space and Tony Delgado retiring city manager and I did an interview there and so that was fun I enjoyed that Um, but I'm back today it's just me in the podcast studio and so I do hope to have some other interviews in the coming months and um, even on into 2021 it's hard to believe that we are almost in November and I I, want to talk about several things for this month and just different things that I have worked on or, or kind of my perspective on on some different issues, um, including some of the department tours that I've been taking recently within the city of Lakeland and just learning different areas of the city. It's it's something that I have been doing as, as part of my first year on the commission, just to learn city departments and operations and staff. And it's been great. And so I want to talk about a couple of those. Uh, I'll talk about Lift Lakeland. So um, the update on that, uh, the city manager search decision, I want to talk about some of the areas that, as commissioners, that we help Lakeland residents as it relates to their their interactions with City Hall. And so some of the things that, that we can assist with and what are some of the requests that we get from time to time, because I think those, those can be interesting. Uh, and then just kind of looking out toward uh, the rest of the year and what are some of the things that are on the horizon for us. And at the very end, stay tuned, stay with me. I will talk about next Tuesday's election a little bit. So I want to start off with some of the department tours that I've been doing. It's been great to get an up-close look at city operations and and what all goes into running a city the size of Lakeland. And so um, earlier in the year, back in February and March, I think we worked with city management staff and put together a schedule for me to go and visit basically every department within the city over the course of a year, maybe on into to next year. But those plans got pushed back a bit because of COVID and, and just the things that we were going through and um, had a lot of city workers uh, working remotely. And so I'm, I'm back on a, a schedule, though, of, of getting around to different departments. I had a great tour a couple of weeks ago back at the end of September um, with our water department. And there's just, wow, what a, and I want to thank the staff, Bill Anderson, who who runs that department and his team for taking a couple of hours and just showing me around, taking me to the water production facility in North Lakeland and having the chance to see all that goes into making sure that our residents, our city has a safe, reliable, healthy water supply that we, I think we just take it for granted. We turn on the, the faucet. We, we want a glass of water. We want to wash dishes. We want to wash dishes, do laundry, whatever. And we just assume that the water will be there and there, but there's such an operation behind water supply and it's 24 seven and making sure that uh, we can meet the water demands for our community. And that's a big deal. And I think it's a service that I don't want to say goes unnoticed because it's certainly noticed when there is a problem. If you have an issue uh, with with your water supply at your house or your business, then you notice it. But day in and day out, it's kind of like power. You don't notice it until it's gone, and then you really realize, wow, we how much we depend on this. And so that that was interesting. I also toured the wastewater treatment facility, uh, the Glendale plant. So that's off of Lakeland Highlands 
That, what an operation that is as well, to be able to treat wastewater and what uh, all that entails and, and the science behind it and, and testing. And there's a lab on site. And so it's just, it, it's as a commissioner, as somebody who comes in and, and you know bits and pieces of of these things, at least that's how I felt coming in into the role, um, but a chance to spend time with staff to learn what it is that they do, how we're serving the city, um, what are their concerns? What are their issues? What do we feel like in the future things that we need to keep an eye on from a policy perspective? And so that the the water tour uh, was great. There's still other areas of that operation that that I have to see and, and hope to get back out uh, and visit with them soon. I also have spent some time recently with the fire department, and that has been great. Um, just hats off to the men and women who serve uh, as first responders. The, so today is Thursday, October 29th, when I'm recording this. This episode will probably come out on Friday, October 30th. Um, but Wednesday of this week was National First Responders Day. And I believe some folks from Bonnet Springs Park dropped off cookies to um, the fire station uh, downtown on Main Street. While I was there, I didn't I didn't see them, but I saw the cookies. And so it was great to see people in the community recognizing first responders. But I I feel like, and I've only spent a handful of hours with the fire department. There's again, there's more for me to see and do, and um, but I I think now I have even greater respect for when I see a fire engine or the rescue truck driving down the road, responding to a call. Everything that goes into making sure that those men and women are able uh, to respond, to serve, and and to do what what they are tasked as firefighters for our city. It's just, there's so much training that goes into that job, much more than, than I realized. And so that's what I, this week, actually, I spent a couple of hours with, with the crew at station one. And part of that was, um, I went along and watched training exercises. And so I got to see, uh, two firefighters as they went through a, a, simulation where they uh, it was as if they were going into a building where there was smoke and they were responding to a fire and they had limited visibility and so they had it was very much lifelike there wasn't they didn't have a fire going but it, it was a um, it was a building uh, that had been set up with different obstacles and things that they might encounter in a real world scenario and they had all their gear on which weighs about 80 pounds when they have all of their gear um, that they would use in responding to a fire and just watching these two guys go through this exercise and the way they did it and how they kept their calm and composure. And I I told them, I'm not sure. Um, One of the firefighters wanted to to let me go through the training. And I said, I I was willing to do that, to try the exercise. I knew it was going to be a a complete train wreck for me. And I I don't know uh, how I would have handled having 80 pounds of gear on and struggling to, to breathe. They have oxygen tanks. Um, but it only has so much ox- oxygen in it. And so we were talking about if, if firefighters, if, they, if their anxiety level goes up, if they're not calm, they can use that ox- oxygen in the tank much faster than it, you know, if they keep their composure. And I was saying, you know, I, I probably would have been out of oxygen in the tank very early on into that exercise because they were throwing things into the scenario that were challenging and complex and required them to go back to their training. And so seeing all that, it just, it, it was a new appreciation and respect. And and I encourage people, I know that there are times throughout the year when when the fire department does different community events, but I encourage you to check those out and and really get a sense for what our firefighters do for us every day. Uh, 98% of the calls that they respond to are 
medical, first responder, paramedic type calls. Two percent, only two percent are actually fires. Yet they they have they train for those that two percent. They're ready when when those calls happen. But there's just such a a skill set that those men and women have to have. And I think a lot of times it's easy for it to go unnoticed because um, we're going about our daily lives and our and our work and and we only see them when they're responding to a call um, for the most part. And and but there's so much that goes into that job. So I, I thank Chief Riley. I thank um, Lieutenant Steve Lawrence, who I talked to for a while yesterday at, at Station One. Uh, Lieutenant Dan Varner. He he was one of the the guys doing the training. And just, it, it was fascinating for me. So shout out to them. And I look forward to getting around to other city departments as well and soon. And, and I've got a schedule and, and I'll be working my way through those and reporting back on this podcast, what that was like for me and, and just some, some takeaways. One of the, to me, interesting parts of this job is being able to help Lakeland residents with different issues as it relates to city hall and city government. And so this is, I, I Remember, I think this is very similar to my first job. Many of you know that I worked for Senator Mel Martinez when I came out of college. And in many ways, there are similarities here because when you um, when you have elected officials at any level of government, but at the federal level, for example, we often had people coming to us and asking for help with different federal agencies. So it could be Medicare, Social Security. Um, immigration, veterans affairs, you name it. If someone had an issue or an unresolved problem or they they felt like they had uh, could not get through to one of those agencies, they would call our office. And, and a big part of our job was being able to help people navigate those agencies, many times just get a response, a resolution to uh, whatever it is that they were they were trying to do. And many times we were able to help people. And that was a very rewarding part of the job. And I see it very much the same as a city commissioner. So even right now, for example, I have several neighborhoods that uh, have contacted me to say, hey, we, we're concerned about traffic on our street, just cars going too fast. And what can we do? Can we consider getting, they're called traffic calming devices. I didn't know that coming into, I'm learning every week new phrases, acronyms, jargon within the city, but I, I just called them speed bumps. And so, um, you know, it's funny because I'll go to city staff and say, hey, what is the process for getting speed bumps? And I was told, well, they're actually called, Commissioner McLeod, they're actually called traffic calming devices. So I have two neighborhoods that are exploring that process, trying to figure out, hey, hey, we noticed there's a problem. We feel like cars are driving too fast down our streets. We have children in the neighborhood. We're concerned. What can we do? And so for most people, just trying to figure out where to start, what the process is in getting the city to to look at at this, uh, sometimes it's it's confusing and they don't know where to start. And so I think it's great that people will come to the commissioners and ask, hey, can you help me with this? Can you look into it? And, and I'm always more than willing to do that. And I know all the commissioners are as well. That is part of local government. And one of the great things about local government is that we are closest to the people. And so for many of, of you, you know, we, we live nearby. Um, we're in the same churches, the same schools. And so there's an opportunity for people to ask and say, hey, I have this this question or Here, here's an issue that, that I have and I haven't, I'm not sure where to go within City Hall. And we're able uh, to look into it and, and try and, and find the appropriate department to connect you with City of Lakeland staff who, who can address that issue, whatever that department is. So we get a number of those those types of requests. I've had everything from 
uh, people contacting me about um, water drainage issues on their street and wanting someone to, to come and look at that and see, is this normal? What can be done? It seems like it's too much water when it rains hard. And so we'll, you know, public works can, can certainly look at those types of scenarios. That's a big part of, of their role. I've had uh, people inquire about public property that, uh, you know, mowing and maintenance and, and just different things, all sorts of things throughout the city that people see uh, or have a question about or wonder, hey, who do I contact at City Hall? And you can certainly call the city. One of the things that I um, hope to see in the future is a continued effort to make it easier for people to interact with the city. I talked about this a lot during the campaign, and I I want it to be, I think my vision would be for people to, that it's friendly, that it, it, it is easy for people who have no idea, what department do I contact? Is this, is it city? Is it county? Is it state? I mean, there's a lot of that. Uh, I think for people who work in government, sometimes we we forget that, that most folks, um, this is not what they think about every day. They're just not familiar with it. And so um, if you have people out there and, and you're wondering, hey, I've got this issue and I, I don't know, I don't know where to go with it. It's always okay to contact a commissioner. In fact, I encourage that. So it's just been an interesting uh, part of the job so far for sure. Tonight is the Lift Lakeland workshop. Uh, we've had uh, a number of meetings about this, and if you're not familiar with Lift Lakeland, this is Mayor Mutz's initiative that has come out of a lot of the conversations and I would say listening sessions that he has had. We have had as a commission as well, um, but certainly the mayor is taking the lead on this as a way to address, respond to concerns about racial equality and race relations within the city of Lakeland and the greater Polk County area. And so the mayor has developed a framework that hopefully will will serve kind of as a launching pad for a a lot of different initiatives throughout the city. And so I think on the surface, when when I looked at it, there's a lot that that you will see that's um, introduced to the community tonight, a lot of different initiatives that are way beyond the scope of the city of Lakeland that a city government by itself would never be able to implement. I think the mayor's vision for this and and our commissions as well is that organizations throughout the city that have expertise or in some cases oversight of these different areas will be able to to step in and say, we can run with this. This is this is something that we will drive and we will take on. This is definitely a long-term effort. It's not an overnight thing. And I think there's there's a real desire to make sure that as city leaders that we're listening to the community, that we are looking at what do we need to do to make Lakeland a, a place that offers equal opportunity for all residents, for all parts of the city. Um, uh, one of the things we have tried to do, I think, in our discussions is focus on local issues, local relationships, where we need to improve in the area of race relations, um, where we have improved. And I think there are some areas where the city has made great strides over the years. Is there work that still needs to be done? Sure. Um, and I think this is part of it. So it, it will be interesting to see kind of where it where it goes from here. There are a number of elements in the Lift Lakeland plan uh, that do fall under the city of Lakeland. So the police department, for example, and different initiatives and in, in how to make relationships with the community, with neighborhoods, and uh, the men and women of the police department make those stronger and make sure that we communicate well and that we're responsive. Um, For me, I think it's important that as we've had national conversations and national issues throughout the United States of America that have really just brought the, the issue of race, racism, race equality to the forefront, that when we talk about these 
um, these topics here in our city that we're not swept up in the national narrative. And by that, I, I mean that we focus on what do these topics mean for the city of Lakeland? What, it, what is specific to our city? Where are, are areas that are tangible that we can address as city leaders? And, and certainly there are themes within those national conversations that are relevant, but not everything that is happening in some of these other cities or the incidents that we have seen, not every uh, nuance of those or specifics in those situations are relevant necessarily to to the city of Lakeland. And so that, that's been an important distinction that I've tried to maintain as we go throughout um, these discussions and things that we're looking at as a city. So stay tuned for that. There's more. Again, uh, by the time this podcast comes out, we will have had the Lift Lakeland community meeting. And it's really a chance for community uh, groups and leaders and residents to to weigh in on this and give us their thoughts and feedback. So that will be interesting to see what what comes out of it and, and where we go from here. You probably saw that we made a decision on, the, on our next city manager that we have selected Sean Sharaus, who has been serving as interim city manager since Tony's retirement. He was Tony's deputy and we went through a national search process. It was an interesting process for sure. And, and to me, it was important that we had a chance to, to go through a competitive interview process and, and getting applicants from really all over the country. We had two finalists, uh, three including Sean, uh, but two from, from out of town who came in last week and were here for a couple of days, um, took part in a community forum out at the new Lake Crago facility, uh, as well as uh, interviews with us. Again, this was the second interview round with the commission and, and those candidates interviewed with city department heads as well. And, and for me, and I think the majority of the commissioners, it, it became clear that uh, Sean was the strongest choice. And I think Sean really did well in, in the interview process. And I'm excited about uh, having him step in as as the leader at City Hall and just the things that uh, he is eager to do uh, and brings a lot of uh, energy and passion for the city of Lakeland. He's a Lakeland native. And, and so, um, yeah, I, I I hope to have Sean on this podcast soon. You know, I had Tony as he was retiring, but I'm giving Sean a chance to kind of, uh, he's got a lot coming at him right now. So I wasn't going to ask him to be on this podcast this week, but stay tuned for that. I think it's, um, you know, the, a change in leadership, even though Sean's been with the city for about five years, uh, there are some new opportunities that are coming with uh, him being uh, you know, at the helm of the city manager's office. And so I, I look forward to that and some of the things that, that we will be doing in the future you know, the, the last thing that I would talk about before I touch on the elections for a second uh, at the end, but just we have two months remaining in this year. And, and it's hard to believe, you know, we've got November and December. And wow, what a year 2020 has been when people ask me, what's it been like your first year on the commission? Not what I expected is what I tell folks. And, uh, you know, there are a couple of things that I think will we'll take up our, our time as we finish out the year. The negotiations with Summit, the broadband a partnership that that we have uh, approved, you know, it's contingent upon negotiations with Summit and ironing out some of the details. But I think that is something that that's one of the the biggest initiatives that we have on our plate right now. And so moving that forward, figuring out what uh, that will look like in 2021, that partnership with Summit. When will we expect to be able to to see uh, them operating and offering high speed internet services throughout the city of Lakeland? We still have a lot of details to figure out there, and so that is that's very much in the works. Um, and then you know, there's always things that we don't expect that things that come up 
you know, are possible within between now and the year as well. I'm excited about we're doing some listening sessions with the small business community. So if you're a small business owner um, and would like to be part of that, you, you can contact either uh, Corey Skates at the Lakeland Chamber or Chris Ann Long uh, with Bridge Local. And both of those groups are sort of spearheading this effort to bring small business owners into some listening sessions. And, and the idea is to have uh, several of these between now and the end of the year and one commissioner attending each of these sessions and really just getting our uh, a sense of what are the needs of the small business community right now, entrepreneurs in Lakeland, um, what has this year been like? What do they foresee uh, for 2021? And how has, for those who interact with the city or do business with the city, or maybe want to do business with the city, but don't know how, how can we improve that process? And so I'm, I'm excited to see what comes of that. And I appreciate Chris Ann and Corey for leading this effort and, and pulling these business owners together. We only have a couple of days until the presidential election and a number of other races that are on the ballot. And so that is certainly um, a a very important time for our country. And I'm not going to try and weigh in on every election, but we we also have an important local election. If you've been following the uh, election to name the turkey that has been hanging around Lake Morton the past month or so, uh, there were a number of names that were on the ballot for the first round of voting, sort of the the primary election, and now we're going to the general, or you could say we have a runoff right now that will happen um, on election day. And so the the choices now are Morton versus Gary, and both campaigns, um, as somebody who follows campaigns and at times works in political communications, I've been watching these two and seeing how how they're um, spending their time down the stretch, trying to pull in voters uh, to their side, and, and both have a lot of grassroots efforts from signs and social media uh, activity, and so it's it's been fun to watch. I'm going to to weigh in here and endorse Morton, and I think that when I I the other day I was riding around the lake and I had not seen the turkey since all this started. I don't know why. I mean, I'm around Lake Morton a lot, but had never seen the bird. But the other day I saw I, I was driving by, saw the turkey, and thought. I don't know. Kind of looks like Morton to me. We have to pick one. So that's where I'm throwing my support. It also helps that um, one of my good friends here in town, Brad Sundgren, is very much behind uh, the Morton campaign. And so I'm supporting Brad. I'm supporting Morton. If you have not voted, um, you you can. There's still still a couple days left uh, to vote. There's an email link going around somewhere. For those of you who know Brad, go find him on social media. Brad Sundgren. Uh, He'll connect you with uh, the the ways to vote there. So good luck to both of you. I'm excited to see how that turns out, as well as, of course, uh, the other races that we have. And if you have not voted, remember, um, every vote matters and and encourage you to do so between now, whether it's early voting, which I think ends on Saturday, or um, to to vote in person, which is what I typically do. My wife and I love um, voting the day of. It's always been something that we have done um, ever since we've been married. And so that's, that's kind of a fun thing. I think I'll leave it here for now. I really appreciate you listening to A View from City Hall. Every time I think about potentially not doing this podcast uh, because it takes some time and, and um, or, or maybe, you know, I won't do it this month. I run into somebody who says that they listened. And so I've heard from from neighbors. I've heard from friends and just people out and about who say, hey, thanks for doing this. I enjoy listening to it. Keep keep doing it. And so at least once a month, you'll find me here. I'll be back again next month and uh, have a great rest of your week and, and happy Halloween weekend, everyone. I'll see you back again soon. 